You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's The Game After Show. <laughs> Woo! Do we get our like sound? Like, we're all there it is. Perfect. I love my little intro that gives me a moment to take a drink. And hello out there. Hi, everyone. And welcome to After Buzz TV. As usual, Bing is for doing. And we're here doing another episode of the game. Season 5, episode 15. Wow. We've made it to 15. And we're still alive and still laughing and still being pleasant with everybody. And I have a wonderful, beautiful panel here. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. What was the Baywatch thing? <laughs> that? I don't anyway, think that was supposed to be there. I'm pretty sure it wasn't either. But uh, it looks like we're all like in some version of black today, which is kind of fascinating. We're mourning. Fascinating. Yeah. Black and gray of some sort. We're mourning. And why are we mourning? Curtis. Oh, we're mourning the loss of Curtis Taylor. <laughs> we don't know where he is. We don't usually know where he is. We just know that he didn't make it here tonight. So, Curtis, whoever you're doing right now, or whatever you're doing right now, <laughs> Hope you're having a great time. Well, we, we know he's here. not changing in the locker room. <laughs> he's definitely not changing the locker right. room in front of anybody. And I have a new yep. host with us today that we Yay. would love to introduce. And she is sparkling and glittering across the table for me. We have Stanley joining us for the game today. Yes, I hope I'm not blinding you over No, there. not at all. I love the shine. I love the shine. Good. And right next to her in bright orange and black yes. is Isabel Mora. Are you still cutting yourself? What are you doing? No. Okay, and next to me, actually pretty awake today, which is impressive. I am. You are. You seem alert. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a hand. Thank You're you. usually very somber or surly, and today you seem rather awake. vibrant. I'm rather awake. vibrant. Well, Welcome, Kenny. Thank you. I'm so happy to see you. Thank I you. I feel like it's been forever it's, it's since my, you. It's an honor to be next to you. Gordon. Dis- disappeared last week. So last I'm not week, be bitter at all about that. Oh, but we won't talk about that. It's all about love. It's all about love. I had some things to take care of. And this episode was about love. So as we usually start off, let's start off sort of giving our first impressions of the episode. I'll start across the table with our newbie, Miss Stanley. What did you think of the episode this week? Yes, I actually liked it. I saw Tasha and Pookie, and I love them together personally. Mm -hmm. And so we started to seeing the little beginnings of a romance and... That took that took the show for me. I love that part. Cool. Now, okay, so fill us in on mm-hmm. where you sort of stand with the game. Are you a fan since the beginning? Did you join it when it came to BET? Are you a newbie to the series? When I it- joined it when it came to BET, and okay. I got hooked right away. Watched the marathons. Watched each episode probably about five times. Interesting. And I've been watching ever since. So Okay. So you caught it when it came to BET, mm-hmm. and then you got to see sort of the, the back, back episodes. Yeah, and I watched the back episodes. That would be an interesting perspective that we 
have not yet mm-hmm. had. That's yeah. not true because I started. Well, you kind of. But yeah. you started watching the episode like right as we started watching. The new one yeah. BT. Okay. So I'm with her. Well, you're just so down so about count. everything all the time. Let's we don't really like, leave you okay. in. Okay. And where do you guys stand on the season? Are you loving the season or mm-hmm. are you? <laughs> <laughs> we're not loving it. But we're, we're not hating we're it. We're not hating it, okay. which we the were last, not. We were definitely hating last three. season. <laughs> and this season's sort of been up and down. But Isabel, what do you think about this episode? Um, I was a little grossed out. You were grossed out <laughs> with Pookie and Tasha. Shut grossed up, out. Kenny. Um, I thought it was. Uh, I don't. I can't get over it. Okay, well, so Isabel is hard to please. Uh, she's not, not hard to please. Yes, you are. I am not. Okay, we'll get more specific shortly. But essentially, you were a little grossed out by yes. the sort of relationship yes. of Pookie and Tasha yes. coming. Okay, and Kenny, how were you this week? I th- yeah, it was okay. Oh. I mean, no, but and I will justify why I think it was okay. I'm okay. kind of over the whole Melody Darwin always <sighs> drama. It's just one thing after another, mm-hmm. and the whole Janae. I actually like the whole Janae storyline. Okay, for moving, mm-hmm. um, but it's just. I'm just over them. Okay, so your initial impression is, ugh, and and uh, I thought, and I and I think them. the whole Tasha Mac thing. This episode was a filler for me because the whole Tasha Mac romance thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting that you think it was a filler. Yeah. I myself, but that, that definitely all makes sense. You know, comments and opinions are good, yes. and that links me to you know remind Courtney about the iTunes Dang situation. Dang it, Ronnie, I was getting there. I'm sorry, I was going to give my lady. opinion, and then I was going to have this great segue all about right. how my opinion. <sighs> It's My fine. bad. I'll let you do work. No, it's all good. If you want to <laughs> jump in and tell me what to do, so y'all out there listening or watching us, make sure when you're downloading on iTunes or viewing us on iTunes, make sure you're making those comments because those comments are helpful. We need them. Good or we bad. We love them. We appreciate them. Good and bad. Mm-hmm. We love it all. And I actually do read them and we try to reference mm-hmm. them and they've been quite useful. So definitely And I, do and that. I love the bad ones. So and do that it. on YouTube also because those are appreciated too. And those are funny. Those are fun too. <laughs> so anywho, um, speaking of opinions... My opinion of the episode mm-hmm. was that it actually wasn't a filler episode. I thought it was a, uh, finally an episode that felt like it was moving a storyline along and a character along. I feel like we finally got Tasha sort of moving somewhere mm-hmm. in her character about taking this leap and doing something however weird it is mm-hmm. or didn't work out and how it didn't work out in the beginning and then now obviously it was mm-hmm. going to work out at the end like it kind of worked out um, sh- I feel like she's taking a, ri- taking a chance Completely. as a character and doing something new well somewhat new <laughs> and then Derwin and Melanie <sighs> there's a lot I like this like there's I like lot. the idea I like this argument I just wish that it wasn't wrapped up so t- easily so simply right away like okay you can go because that's a big deal yeah it is and i think that it was of all the things that they drag out and like make us have to keep watching this is the one thing that should have been a little bit more i think but that's Mm -hmm. just my initial opinion so let's jump right into the episode completely so that we can thoroughly understand where you all stand yes okay we're gonna start out with tasha and of course Mm -hmm. as as we've already mentioned tasha is taking this chance to pursue a relationship dating slash let's do a little something something (laughs) with her homeboy from back home Pookie Mm -hmm. who randomly came out and showed up at her doorstep (laughs) which we still still didn't evaluate at all like they didn't even address but I guess it's supposed to just be one of those oh he's family so it's cool like he just showed up at your house like I want you (laughs) he didn't show up at her house he came at the bar 
but he still just showed, showed up. up. Without, without, uninvited. 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 And that was her well, house. No, last week. She lives in the hotel. She lives in the hotel. Yeah. But before that, we, I mean, we got a little backstory with I him. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying, they, she went uh, like, home for yeah, an event and saw him like, what's up? And then the next week she's at home, he's on her doorstep like, hey, I'm okay. a little bit You think that's okay? No, 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 no. I think in the episode where she went home, there was something, there was a little build up to something. There was, was a little buildup, yeah, and so it makes sense that he would just randomly show yeah, up. Yeah, I at think her it's doorstep. okay. Thank you. Because the thing <laughs> is, I mean, especially if there is a budding romance, mm-hmm. you'd be happy if someone that you're mm-hmm. kind of admiring just shows up. If it's someone that you can't stand now, that'd be stalking. No, no. <laughs> I think y'all crazy. Then the one that doesn't give out his address. We still don't know where he lives. Have you ever been to? Do you have a home? Kid? Yeah, I Kenny. do. And none of y'all hoes are coming to <laughs> see me. Oh, geez. by the way, I need to call. I like your ring over there. I was just going to say, oh, it's, it's very nice. nail polish is sparkling too. Yeah. So I was feeling Sorry. the sparkles all around. I'm, I'm kind of I feeling Tasha feel Mac. Yeah, you notice she always does the minx nails yeah. and the gold. She's, She's so fabulous. fabulous. I noticed that today. Her fashion has been fabulous this mm-hmm. season. But going back to this, um, so you guys think it's cool that he just came out no. cross country like, what's up, boo? I'm no. kind of feel- I don't think so either. No. I think it's crazy because I had a similar situation. Of course oh, you no. did. Not exactly like that. Pretty. That's like, oh. We cool, but don't just be like, yes. I'm gonna stay with you for a little while because I think I'm feeling you. Like, no, but Courtney, he did not say that he was gonna stay with her. She invited him. him. He pretended not to have anywhere to go. He said there was no rooms available, and we still don't know if Pookie got a job. So he very well could be out there without a place to go. Kill her, and he got some insurance on her. We don't know. I think it's a little wild, but I guess for the point of the show, it kind of works. But I still Mm. think it's kind of crazy. Okay, but I guess y'all are romantics. (laughs) Yes. Is that what you call it? I don't think it's romantic. I just think it's, you know, it happens. So your boo from back home that you haven't seen in like 10 years, you happen to run into, you have no boos? Okay. Okay. No, actually, that would, that's a, no, I actually do have a boo from back home, but it's not a male. Oh. So that wouldn't happen. Oh. So they, you wouldn't reconsider? Does she know that you're gay? Yeah. Okay. Does she? Oh, she knows you're gay now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're gay now. You're personal. <laughs> I mean, I, we all know. I say carpe diem. Seize the day. Seize the day. Now you have to go after what you he want. He took a chance, and he went after he, what he, he wanted. He took a chance, and I guess that does show some cojones. You know, like okay, you gonna it's roll up man. on me? Like I don't know if it's a real man, well, a real scary man. <laughs> I'm scary man. I but wonder, I mean, you're not afraid of him because you know him from like back in the day. You, he is your like. We're like this. Yeah. We're, we're not, not like roll but, up on. No, but if your friend came to visit you and you're like this, you're not going to kick him out. But they ask you. You plan something. You make your place... For the sake of the show. For the sake of the show, it works. It works. We'll stop the arguments. It works. We know it doesn't work in real life. Uh, Well, yeah, in my life it doesn't. I don't know about your life. (laughs) (laughs) Anything happens in my life. Um, But then how do we feel? She went through all these guys and then she's about to screw up the one... Male relationship yes, we, that she's well, managed to keep. I'm glad that you brought that up because I, that was I Malik's just, problem with the situation. How did you guys feel about Malik sort of being against it, but then reconciling that he's fine with it within, you know? I must have blinked because I forgot the part at w- which he was like, okay. Because him and TT talked about it, right? Yeah, he and TT talked that about it. Funny. And then, like, in the next scene, he kind of comes in while they mm-hmm. were having their dinner yeah, I, before yeah. the awkward kiss. What did they name her? Oh, what oh, did they name her? Yeah, like. I don't know, but TT had me laughing yeah, when she like, said Pookie is like could be the cockroach that her that she's the raid, yeah, <laughs> can't kill. They call her like Tasha Raid. Tasha Raid. 
God. <laughs> That's pretty sad when every man you've ever encountered yeah. sort of goes awry because of you. And you're the common denominator, right. not always because that, of you. Right. But I kind of felt Malik on that. I mean, this guy's been in his life for a right. while. He's been like a father figure, and he doesn't mm-hmm. want his mom to scare him away. But don't you think that was kind of harsh? He just straight up was like, you run every man out of your life. <laughs> it was so definitely you- harsh. Yeah, it's like, true. It's like, damn. It's true. <laughs> it That's your real. mom. Yes. No matter how much Tasha Mack is like that. So yeah. she probably raised him to be in your face and whatever. Still, I was just yeah. like... Yeah. They have a weird relationship anyway. Well, yeah, we talked and about that before. Together. Sort yeah. of the mother-son slash friend slash mm-hmm. brother-sister thing almost going on. But I, I thought he had a legitimate <laughs> sort of argument. But he came around and right. he okayed it. And just as he okayed it, they went for a kiss and it went terribly right. wrong. Sour, right. <laughs> Which I didn't understand. Like... <laughs> <laughs> the way they did it, like she cut her lip and then they just sat down. It was just weird. But then it wrapped up and she took him to the airport and mm. he had his moment where he grabbed her by the back of the neck and pulled her in. Is that what grossed you out, Isabel? Yes, that oh. really. You didn't believe it? No, I did. But it was just, I, I, I don't like why them don't together. You, why not? I don't know, because I think of like Because like you want her Fox, back with Rick Fox. I think like hot men and then, oh. <clears throat> he's not, he's not, he's not a bad looking guy. He's a looking guy. I personally don't think Rick Fox is that hot. Well, I mean, compared to him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, bu- I don't know. I don't know. You know? But he's, I like, manly. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, who like, Tasha is. Bitch. And, like, there's something about him that will always know her in a way that none of the other guys ever did. And I think that's why it worked. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Tasha is somewhat masculine. Yeah. I mean, and she embraces yeah, she that. Is. So she needs a man's man. Yeah. And Pookie is that. The only thing that scared me was back when they were eating dinner. <laughs> and you remember when he was like, listen, and she flipped out and she thought yeah. he was going to run away. But then he kind of threatened all the past men in her yeah. life. Did you guys catch that? No, I missed that. He what is said, this? Wait, I can't, rem- I can't remember exactly what he said, but she, he did. Like, she was like, oh, I can't stand when a man says listen and then, you know, leaves yeah. me. And he was like, oh, don't worry. I'll take care of all those men. Oh, Yeah. Well, Pookie has saying, been in jail, and did we, did we establish that it was for something inappropriate? Do we know what it was for? We don't know much about him. They just keep on saying he's a killer. Yeah, that's what... And I'm just now like... Now I'm trying to go back. And why it's a do stereotype, because his name is Pookie. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope that wasn't Which foreshadowing. Is <laughs> I won't even say that. But anyway. It, I thought it was because he stabbed someone. I mean, he might have if he was in, you know, he was on the block, like, slinging <laughs> whatever you do, and somebody might have got cut. So I just hope that wasn't foreshadowing, because your pretty it, rich right. fox might be Well, I don't know. We little. still have, what, six episodes left, and mm. God knows they might need a cliffhanger, because we know that they're having another season, so mm-hmm. So you think this actually may last, or you, how many episodes do you give him? I mean, I don't, I think this one might stick around for a little while, for a while. to give us yeah. some story and something to go on with Tasha because she hasn't had anything really other than her son like she hasn't had anything going on right and I think we probably need somebody else because we're never getting Blondie back I agree. Pookie's here to stay. Pookie's here to stay. Pookie. <laughs> Blondie. Give me a Blondie. few more episodes. Brittany Daniel. Oh. Our tribute to oh. her that we keep up every week, <laughs> even though she's not here. It's all good. But before we move on to our next session, I want to remind all of our listeners right now that After Buzz TV is a part of a new Amazon affiliate program. And what that means is you want to, if you want to go shop on Amazon, you need to go to AfterBuzzTV.com first. And there's a beautiful banner on AfterBuzzTV.com that you can click, and then it will take you to Amazon to shop at your heart's desire. Mm-hmm. And it helps us. You don't get charged anything. 
everybody's happy. So shop on Amazon via AfterBuzzTV.com every time you try. Mm-hmm. Isabel, when you're at work tomorrow shopping, make sure you do that. Because I know that's all you do all day. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope shop online. <laughs> I hope your boss isn't watching. <laughs> and your hoop, your boss. She, well, she actually us. shops with you, so yeah, it's all good. Oh, like, fabulous. It's what? A pro- Kenny? Oh, Kenny. What? Why are you trying Nothing. to think? What? <laughs> <laughs> trying to call her out. Anyway, so speaking mm-hmm. of shopping, we've got some, um, what did he, Derwin called her the baby mama accessory support. Miss mm. Janae came back on the scene this week, which I was quite thrilled about. Yeah. I want to see more of her. I, I would like to see more of her. Why? And I think that we story. We love Janae. Ooh, are you a Janae hater? Yes. Oh, my God. No. Well, she's the baby mama. I can see why. Why do you hate well, Janae? Don't make judgments. Well, first, oh. plea, plea your case since it's three against well, one. And I, I'll personally, it. <laughs> I personally think the Janae character was a fabulous little piece of drama that has sprinkled into their lives mm-hmm. since, what was that, season two and a half, yes. I think, when she came along. And uh, I just don't think she has been utilized to her fullest uh whatever fullest potential since it came to BET because that could have been great tension and mm-hmm. great interesting storyline mm-hmm. that didn't quite come to fruition yeah. in a way that they it didn't really and finish. I think she yeah and I think she also delivered some of the better performances especially mm-hmm. when they had a dramatic sort of scene with her and uh, Derwin last season I think it was in the mm-hmm. kitchen and when they were trying to do the drama thing I think she really delivered so okay. I liked her and Anywho, maybe I'm just over the whole baby mama drama that's so like somewhat oh. cliche. Like, <laughs> why does everyone have to have a baby mama? I thought Derwin, you know, they're kind of building his character. He's somewhat the good boy when it comes to athletes and football players. And it's just like, it's too typical that he ends up with a baby mama. I will. So I just didn't like that whole. I understand where you're coming from. However, I will say that the way they wove her into the show, yes. I think it was Fair. done not per se. She's just random yeah. hookup chick. It was genuine. They actually had a relationship, and uh, and she wasn't a bad person. No. You know, it was just his his love for Melanie at the time, and then it brought on the whole baby and blah blah blah. And you mm-hmm. know, it's actually I feel in this situation, I know there's a lot of in the real world baby mama drama that's really kind of like, oh, really. That actually happens. <laughs> like, but this one is actually like, oh, okay, this actually could happen in, in real life. It and happen. and it's a situation that I, I think a lot of people can relate, relate to. to. So. And I think they Fair also enough. deal with it very they, maturely. They like, do handle it The very baby maturely. mama drama that we've had has mostly been sort of Melanie dealing with right. the fact that there is that person that will always them. have that place in his life that she can't have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And That's I don't true. think it's really been Janae like, in my money. Do yeah. she, this. But she, she her, has been digging at Melanie. She did a dig at her at the birthday party yes. earlier this year when yes. she was like, let's go get the cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty yeah. awful. <laughs> I laughed. But, but that's also the only time we saw her this yeah. season for the most um, part, except when Melanie tried to befriend her, which made it even right. more awkward. Awkward, yeah. But um, I'm glad she came back. Um, obviously, the storyline is that um, her boo-boo, Noah, who proposed to her, yes. wants to move to New York City with mm-hmm. her as his wife and her child with Derwin. Mm-hmm. And Derwin's initial reaction is, hail to now. <laughs> what do you guys think? Well, I forgot about that after he told Melanie to shut up. It was in her place. I was like, oh. That's an interesting question you bring like, up. I- <laughs> I forgot everything else after that. I was like, ugh. And she's so quiet about things now. Well, do you think that she really should have pressed in that issue? I mean, technically, she is not the parent 
and no. is not the person making the decision. I think she's a part but of the the equation. The one, yeah. I agree. And actually, for the first probably first time ever, I've actually agreed with her on the decision. Mm-hmm. That's true. You agreed with I, her on the yeah, decision. Yeah, I I typically she her character doesn't always make sense or right. is kind of out of line a lot. Mm-hmm. I but I think in this decision or in this situation, I think she was kind of on point. You know, it wasn't about him. It wasn't about her. It was about the child. Okay. For the first time. But do you know it wasn't about her? Even though they didn't play that out in how she told him because it, you know, makes sense that she wants him to be a good father and let mm-hmm. his son be with the mother. But I actually think does she, she was, have motives? I think she was. I don't think she had motives. I okay. think she was genuine in, in what she said. Do you think she had motives? A little bit because I've always taken Melanie as kind of a selfish character. Mm. Right. And so I think she was saying the right things, but... It partly is because she felt that, oh, wait, I'm going to get my man back. I'm going to get possibly my life back. She's been going through all that drama with, you know, not being able to have Mm -hmm. a baby. There's emotions involved. And so I think it kind of fits in perfectly. She wasn't as stunned when Janae told him, oh, my God, we're moving. We're taking DJ. She Mm -hmm. was just like, okay. Well, now I'm interested because you guys seem to agree with Melanie as the best thing for the child is to actually go. Is that what I'm hearing? I agree. I don't. I don't think in I. This situation. I don't think I agree with that, but I also don't see how I can choose between dad and mom. I always think a child should be with its mom. So when I, I'm put in this position, I'm thinking, well, how do you stop your life for someone else? And I'm not talking about the child anymore. This is her. She would have to stop her life for Dirtwin. To make sure that the child has both parents. Is she stopping her life for Derwin or is she stopping her life for her child? Because her kid's, what, three years old now? Yeah. Or how old is he supposed yeah, to be? Something. Four? Something Five. like that. So Four. he's still very formative years, very early on. Like, she's taking him across the country. Right. But I think it helped when she said, you know, he can come live with you when you're off season. And I'm doing the math here. We're, you're thinking about almost six months plus six months. Well, equal, I'm curious. Equal time, but I don't know how that's going to act. I don't now. think. I don't think she meant like the whole off season. Well, I'm, see, th- I'm guessing she's like uh, maybe a week, week or two. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm curious about because up until this point, she, she lives around the corner. Mm-hmm. His life and their decision together has been he's in his life as much as he wants. So he's mm-hmm. there. Like I mean, the Whenever. only difference is that they live apart. Mm-hmm. So you guys believe or think that her moving across the country with a husband for a husband is the best choice for her child? Let me ask you this question how often you think he's seeing this child is is he seeing him every day i, know I mean between football his wife do you really I'm think he's fairly going- certain he's probably seeing him almost every day Maybe. really yes because they were the the way that they show the episodes previously like he goes over for barbecues he goes yeah, over for dinner does. they I come over they for do. dinner i don't think it was an accident that he bought the house and they mentioned it's around the corner like he bought her house in yeah. proximity like i think it's a fairly hmm. I don't think it's a I'm a weekend dad every other weekend type situation. So I'm interested that everybody fell on the side of Melanie was right. You might disagree with me on this, but I think it's probably the best time in a child's life to do a dramatic change. Sometimes, you know, when it's probably they're 10 (laughs) or they're 16 and they've already developed a pattern Mm -hmm. and friends and, and really connected, it's more traumatic to move all the way across country. But if the child's only three or four... Even though, obviously, he knows who his dad is, I don't think it's as traumatic, so I think it's perfect timing to start a new mm-hmm. pattern in his life. Well, I have to. Does that then make it even more unfair? Because now he's 
he is so young that it is not as traumatic, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So that only removes his father out of his life that much more because he is so young and has not had the time to f- sort of form a solid, You're unmovable relationship. Right, and she's marrying somebody else who's also going to be a father figure in this kid's completely life. Completely right, but this is perfect because Derwin can't say that he doesn't have the money to fly across. He, you know, That's true. yeah. In a situation, and this is kind of real life. I mean, mm-hmm. so many families are have torn to. and either just for work. Some people have to, you know, get a job out of state and their family has to live back here and you're making it work. And so we'll see mm-hmm. how Derwin makes it work. And mm-hmm. where there's a will, there's a way, Rick. <laughs> I think Melanie brought up a good point about her, the mom, uh, Janae, being unhappy. Mm-hmm. I think that is a, a valid argument. I mean... Do you want her to really not get married and stay here to just so you can be closer to your son? Mm-hmm. She's going to be miserable. She's giving up her life for you. And I thought Melanie That's said that. Yeah, because yeah. Janae did bring up a good point. She got Melanie right in the gut when she said, you moved for him. <laughs> that's true. And so right away, I think that's when Melanie was able not to really make it a, a selfish decision. Mm-hmm. And she thought, wait, how would I feel? Well, that's and it's interesting that you bring that up because I had the opposite feel. Well, not the opposite feeling about mm-hmm. that. Saying that I moved for him is one thing. Saying I moved for him because of a child is another thing to me. So I'm interested. Well, I I think it's interesting that the child moving is a better idea. And it's a choice about the mom being happy Mm -hmm. as opposed to mom had a baby with someone. You sort of sacrifice certain things about your life when you have a child Mm -hmm. with somebody that you are not making a family with. And therefore, maybe the sacrifice actually is what you want to do at the time or what seems most convenient for you at the time. Mm-hmm. Because what's fair and honest is that the child gets to maintain both parental relationships equally. Why does somebody get to decide who's more and who's less? Well, That's a hard one. That's, I mean, uh, but... It's a it's a valid <laughs> argument. It's a valid argument. However, I just think I think in this situation, this may not be the best in every situation. As, mm-hmm. If as you're of talking course. mom, you dad, we can only talk about this, this situation right. because, because there there I think there's uh, uh, instances or situations that I think the child might be better off with the dad instead of the mom. That's just right. it. Just depends right. on what the situation is. I think in this situation. Just for the sole fact that they are, Melanie and Derwin are trying to start a family for themselves, or mm-hmm. they're thinking about, you know, having a baby. I, you know, I think not having um, Janae around may be probably for the best. I, I, I oh, think she's a distraction. Like, that's a horrible yeah, thing to say. So. No, but it, I mean, like, oh, the poor bastard child gets to miss out on dad and mom right? because. My mommy didn't marry. Just because no. a chi- just because your child is thousands of miles away doesn't necessarily mean you're not in their life. It doesn't mean you're but not no, in their life. Not. But the all honest truth of that is is that the day to day existence of a child, especially when they're growing, is completely going to be lost. Like, That's what Skype is for. Thank you. Uh, 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 <laughs> you can do I, I a lot of things via Skype. Skype. Yes, you can do, and thank I think you should be thankful for that. But I don't think that I'm that can replace. <laughs> Parenting, what they have. rearing a child, rearing a child together. What do you? Okay, so are. what about the 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 military? The parent, the moms and dads who are in Afghanistan, they're on tour for like over like a that's year. A that's another situation. Yeah, like, yeah, I that's, that's, so we can't make this. I agree that we can't make this argument but for yeah. every family because okay. every family is a very specific situation. So in this very specific situation, I don't know if I'm sold on the fact that she should be moving to. Moving. So but you, I agree but, with Kenny and what he said. It kind of opened a new life for Derwin and 
Melanie, yeah. so. It does, it does. But by nature, I think it pushes the child out of Derwin's life unnecessarily. Really? You think, but, okay, okay I, I'm, I'm having really? a little hard time the unnecessary because if I'm with someone and that person has taken a job and I have a child with someone else, I'm, I'm, and I'm the, the mom, I'm going to put my life on hold to satisfy someone who's with someone else? You're not satisfying someone who's with somebody else. You're You're satisfying the the situation with your kid. The situation with your kid Mm -hmm. is that you have a child with somebody who you are not with. And therefore, there's going to be situations where ish happens. What would you think if he came to you and said, by the way, I got traded to Florida. I'm taking baby Derwin with me to Florida. She wouldn't go for that. No, but the thing is, Derwin conceded, and that's the thing. If he had said, okay, no, fair enough, take it to court, and and they'll see what happens. That's actually what I was waiting for. Well, I do appreciate... I kind of want... Well, I wanted it for purpose of story and interest. Like, I wanted it to go on further. Right. But I do appreciate that they... When he came and did concede, he made it about, I don't want this to turn into a court situation and dealing with that. Like, I would like for us to be able to be... Because in the end, amicable parents are going to be better than, like, angry, like, let's fight in court parents. So I appreciate that they brought that in. And I think the reason why they just wrapped it up in this episode, because what they're moving on to, the whole uh, Tasha being the surrogate mom. (laughs) Right. Who's excited about that? Not I. Well, before you guys go into that, when he told Janae that, okay, you know, you can take the child to New York, why didn't he mention that Melanie was the one that changed his mind? I had a big problem with that when she was like, oh, what made you change your mind? And he was like, oh, well, I just started thinking that I didn't want it to be this way. And you notice Derwin always goes back to Melanie and was like, you know, you were right, Melanie. I listened to you, but... We've already dis- d- oh, discussed that he plays both sides differently. Yeah, yes. and I think that he has to. He, he Honestly, wants, he, like I think yeah. it's better for him. I, I don't think Melanie should not, for the most, for all intents and purposes, if it can be helped, should not be brought up to Janae mm-hmm. constantly, right. and Janae should not be Never constantly brought even brought in up a to positive her. way to say no, Melanie I, had your back. I think it's best like, left alone. Just leave it. Yeah. yeah, based on their relationship and past like, and everything. Yeah. Because we've seen him do that before. Keep the peace. In the past. Yeah. He'll say one thing to her, and and then that one episode they found out. Yeah. And it... Cause it a pro- it caused a problem. So just uh, yeah, just he's, maybe. I think he's a he's adapted the way he handles both women and it works. <laughs> and it works. Okay, yeah, that's Fair the enough. one thing. That's Keep the one smooth. one subtle thing I like about the writing and, and his character that they, he the way he handles both, both of them. Yeah. yeah. So, but he brought a smile to Janae's yes. face. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was really annoying for me. But it was also annoying for me because I wanted this. Mm. I thought this deserved more thought but whatever he brought a smile to her face and he came home and realized he hadn't brought that same smile to her face I think, that? I think that's offensive no, I think that's offensive I always slapped him that, thank you I think that's yeah. offensive no. wait, I feel like we're the, always the talking chick about this I used to hump and got a baby with I just made her the life and smile and she's wonderful and I want well, you to be just like that no she know. did say I hope this is going somewhere because I was like where is he getting Which, at yeah this? they peeped that but I love that he finally saw Poor Melanie has turned into nothing. I mean, They're I guess not. I kind of appreciated so, it, but that he just validated that little piece of. But see, that goes back to what validated? we just said about him saying shit and just leaving, letting it be. I, I don't think he should have said that to her. I would have been pissed I, off if he said I mean, that to me. I think I he should have just said, 
I'm amazed. I think it's time for us. You know, I realize maybe I've we should start a family. I've been thinking about this whole too, child thing. And yeah. we'll go for it. But so. don't you think that's coming from a selfish place? I mean, I just think these characters are a little bit selfish. They're so, all. Yeah. Like, that's what keeps to it feel Which yeah. I guess human beings are somewhat selfish. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, I was just thinking, now he's thinking the same thing. Oh, my son is gone. Let's that bastard child. <laughs> Let's no. fill that void. And now we can and have that a That could be the reason, though. It could be. Of yeah, his whole change of heart. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. If she quick. was so blinded by it, so he, happy, I would be like, one real oh, now qu- you want a child? <laughs> one, one question. Do you think, if he, if they're going to have a surrogate, does it have to be Tasha? No. No. So I don't not. understand why the whole big deal was. They wanted it someone close well, she, to them. Yeah, I think it was Melanie wanted yeah. it to be somebody close to her. But mm. we'll find out in next and upcoming episodes, I'm sure. <laughs> but right now, we have to go to a commercial break, and then we'll be back. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds. Like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? And we're still here buzzing. And we're going to move into a quick special segment that will be really quick. It's Can almost I point like a out poll. something? Yes. I like the vibe in the room. You like the vibe? I do. In the room? I like this. I like the yeah. I like being with the ladies. Nice. We like being with you most of the Thank time. You. I just, I just had to point that out. Carney, speak for Thanks. yourself. Thanks. Oh, I guess Isabel doesn't like you. But what I want to know she, Isabel, from watch out you guys. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> but love. Isabel started this conversation actually a little bit with Tasha. So, And it's funny because I thought of it while I was watching mm-hmm. the whole uh and Tasha thing. Mm-hmm. Do friends really make the best lovers? <clears throat> Do you guys really believe that? No, maybe best F buddies, but that's about it. You think best oh, F no, buddies? Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, really? I feel like I, well, not I. I feel like most people get <laughs> No, not I. <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah, right. right. The views expressed here are those you. of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> to say I yes. feel like most people can just let go completely you don't have to worry about it I mean if you've known them for that long who cares what you do what you say what okay yes! so what? I think well we're okay obviously we're talking heterosexually here mm-hmm. as far as okay. male and female no it's different no, well, no because that's a, that's a whole different topic I just want right, to let me uh, talk about you people the, first okay. you people um, I think when it comes to male female relationships there's always um there's going to be sexual tension. Mm-hmm. And I think right. two people, male and female, that are friends, that are good friends, that, and I've seen it. One of my good friends, actually, um, she, long story short, she's been friends with this guy, and they've always been friends. They, you know, she would walk around, you know, in her boxers, they would right. play video games, blah, blah, blah. And, it, and one day she just realized, oh, 
He just he just started being you know being more like the man that she want that she's been looking for, and all this entire time the man that she's been searching for dating and blah 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 was sitting right right underneath her, and it works for that situation. I don't know about. I think I think for the most part I don't. I don't necessarily think that to a man and a woman that are really good friends, I don't think they make good lovers, period. Um, F buddies either. I just, I just think. (laughs) This has actually happened to me twice in my lifetime, not to get into the whole story, but I had a friend that I grew up with as a brother when we were probably about 18, he just started flirting me, you know, and I was just like, we're a brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, we're not. We're not <laughs> brother and sister. And it came to a point where he actually made a move on me. Been there, done that. And the thing is, it was so uncomfortable because I have no problem telling someone, no, I'm not interested, this and that. Mm-hmm. But when someone you care about so much and you don't want to hurt them and they make a move on you it was so hard for me to stop it and And the thing is I looked at everything that it could ruin and there was just our friendship was more than anything Mm -hmm. I thought we can have but I mean I agree with you Kenny in a male female friendship there is always one person Mm -hmm. who's thinking about it and I mean in that situation it wasn't me so I wasn't having it but I mean I think it can be good for long term not mm. for fuck money. <laughs> I'm but shocked that you uh, say that. Yes. Are you a good friend? Are you shocked? Yes. That, you actually shocked? Well, that sh- sh- okay, Penny. thank you. I mean, not shocked that she would do it. Shocked <laughs> that she would like say it as if it's true. Right. Yes, I mean, I feel like I. It's easy for me to say. All right, it was fun. Now I have a man. But see a, you later. I'll friend. see you during no, the okay, breakup. Let's define what a fuck buddy is. This is some person that you keep you around, with. yeah, just randomly whenever yes. you feel. And like you need something, but it wasn't a friend yes. that developed into an F buddy. Yes, but don't this you think that's going to cause so much tension mm. and no. feelings are? But that's be- why you both have to be, I think, in the same on the same page okay. where it's just. Do you have a sex. conversation with this person? About I mean, yeah, yeah, like the situation. I. This is why I say I don't think that good friends can work for long term because if I didn't see it at the beginning, I'm not going to see it years later like if you didn't catch me on that way it's not gonna work for me Hmm. so obviously i may like you a little more to just sleep with you but that's it Hmm. it's not gonna take me that long to you know it's a good perspective okay that's a smart comment there that i didn't think (laughs) of i'm working on a rebuttal to that i know that's a very valid i think she articulated what i actually think like if it wasn't there in the beginning it's not gonna come and you might end up trying to work something out in the middle and it usually just gets messy and turns horrible and sometimes it works out for the better thank god and other times it doesn't (laughs) but then i mean i i it's a great point and i've never thought about it like that but i do think that best friends can make the best lovers and you know i'm saying just like how Pookie and Tasha, I love that because he has been there through all the drama, all of Tasha Max bullshit, and he's been there to support her. So why couldn't, if a sexual sparks, mm-hmm. spark, spark, you know, everybody. then but it could be a long term. Well, let's see relationship. if it's going to be just sexual or if they're going to be able to make it work. Like I said, it's well. well I think I think for this situation at their age, I think they're going for a relationship. relationship. Yeah. It's not well, I'm be sure like that's a, what they're hoping right, for. But yeah. It may just turn into hot sex and nothing else. No, but I think for her, I think she's always tried for a relationship. Even with, uh, what's his name? The the stripper, not the stripper, the the escort. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, poor Tasha. So, I like her line. She was like, 
whether it was Rick Fox or Rick Fox or Hooker. Poor Tasha. Tasha's been through it, but she's doing it anyway. And right. I appreciate you guys' input. I was just curious because everybody says it. I don't know if I believe it. So let us know. Tweet us at AfterBuzz TV. Tweet me, Stuart Starlet, and we'll find out what you guys' opinions are. Can friends make great lovers? But for right now, we're going to skip on out to some news and gossip. AfterBuzz TV News. All right. So the game saw another week of ratings that were pretty steady. They had a little bit of a drop down to a 1.1, but they're holding pretty steady. They came in third this week behind The Deadliest Catch, which apparently is like blowing up TV right now. A lot of people watch it. A lot of people watch it. I watch it. I watch Alligator Man and I was like, whoa, that's amazing. (laughs) Sorry, it just made me think of that. It was crazy. It reminded me of your people. Um, And it was behind (laughs) Deadliest Catch. Aren't we the same color? No, I'm actually lighter than you. I mean, you're country people, fools. You know, I'm not talking about being black. (laughs) You're from Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta, but you're from South Carolina. Whatever. Anyway, (laughs) so also we want to send congratulations out to game alum Megan Good and the entire cast of Steve. Harvey's Think Like a Man that came in yes. number one at the box office, yes. $33 million this weekend. Hold up. Good stuff. It was number one? It was number yes. one. Beat Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Finally, it toppled Hunger Games. So, the Hunger Games is wow. place. Yo, boo, I was shocked too. I was like, what? <laughs> but I have actually heard a lot of people want to go see and it. People, yeah. And, and I mean, people love what's his name? Kevin Hart? Yeah, mm-hmm. and the book is was very successful on the bestseller. Very successful. Really I never so, read it, but I'm halfway. It. Interesting. I like it, but I love Steve. You read yeah, it? Yeah, we love I'm Steve Harvey. You're reading yeah, it? Yeah, we I, I listened to a lot of his yeah. like commentary on it, so I felt well, like I knew the book feud, I was no. good. Oh, Family Feud, I love. <laughs> I love Family Feud. I think Tasha needs to read the book, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she would. She referenced some... it, though. She did. She, actually, she, she did, did reference she it this did. season. Oh, did I not remember yeah. that? No, she w- when she was, um, who she was talking to, she was talking to um, giving um, Light Skin, Kobe. Advice. Oh, and oh she, yeah, she did. And yeah. she's talking about Brandy. Okay, yeah. I remember. Yeah. All right. Go, everybody, and congratulations yes. on all of that success. That's actually that's shocking awesome. and great. Good for them. And we're going to jump right into our exciting brown people in entertainment news, as we like mm-hmm. to do. Do I get Brown a people news. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. Um, <laughs> I'm so mature. Anyway, Lee Daniels' long-awaited upcoming production of The Butler, starring Forrest Whitaker as Eugene Allen, the real-life butler who worked mm-hmm. in the White House for many years and served under many presidents, has confirmed a new huge casting decision. Miss Oprah Winfrey will play Whitaker's wife in the film. This marks Oprah's mm-hmm. first return to film since 1998's beloved daniels notes that oprah is not producing she is just an actor on the project and is proud of this project calling it a black version of forrest gump <laughs> that means oprah ain't got no money yeah. <laughs> she spent no. all her money oh that's horrible <laughs> she spent all her money on that network that well, she means- did and the ratings haven't been good so no. it's like she's not producing yeah. it don't when, worry when, when Oprah is begging for viewership <laughs> oh, we in trouble oh we love I love Oprah we in trouble except for that old magazine get your face off the cover sorry oh sorry Oh, you want your face I, on the cover? Yeah. No, I, I just mean, want somebody else's can face. Well, her theory was that she didn't have to worry about like having to deal with models and who to pick celebrities and all of that. She just so proved. I just put my face on the picture. <laughs> well, every week. It's, it's what, what she's supposed to be rich. selling and believing in. Anyway, who's excited for Oprah to act again? I, I'm I actually. You know what? I, I think I'm more excited for Lee Daniels doing something post Precious. Well, I am excited okay. for Lee Daniels doing something right. post Precious. I also like Forrest, Forrest Whitaker, Whitaker quite exactly. a bit, yeah. and Love I actually him. like the story. I'm interested to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It starts. It's shooting or start shooting like next month. That's and, awesome. And they're shooting in New Orleans, which is exciting. Because Forrest, for Forrest won an Oscar, and he kind of just kind of. W- 
went away. Well, he hasn't gone away. He's been behind the scenes quite a bit still, oh. and he directs mm. and oh. whatnot. So it sounds like they're doing big things, and I'm excited, and I can't wait to see it. So can I get keep a your piece? eye out? <laughs> can you get a big door- piece? A doorway or something? You want? Yeah, just be like, mm. I wave. Yeah. Can I give you a teacup? <laughs> <laughs> Do that. All right. Next up, we have a long time coming. The film on Cesar Chavez's life is finally becoming a reality. In the title role of civil rights activist Chavez will be Michael Pena from Crash. Pena, who will play the Mexican-American activist and labor leader and co-founder of the United Farm Workers Union, for those of you who don't know who Cesar Chavez is. Um, he led the largest nonviolent protest in U.S. history to achieve mm-hmm. its goal of obtaining basic human rights for more than 50,000 farm workers in California. I had no idea it was the largest in the U.S., by the way. Rosario Dawson is on board to portray Dolores Huerta, co-founder of the UFW, while Cesar's wife will be played by America Ferreira. Mm -hmm. Diego Luna will direct the film, and it will be co-produced by Canyana Films and will feature Gail Garcia Bernal and John Malkovich among the list of producers. So a lot of big people, a lot of big names. They've been trying to do a version of this film like for like 40 years. For a long time. (laughs) Every like five years, a new one comes through the cycle, and it never seems to get off the ground. So it's pretty cool that they finally got it rolling, and I don't know how I feel about Michael Pena, but I'm looking Gary him up. Garcia. I don't know who he is. I love. I remember him from Crash, and Angel that's the thing. I Crash. Luna. What do you mean Crash? What did he play? Who did he play? Did um, he play the dad with the the little baby girl who got shot? And she wasn't really dead, and she's yes. yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. him. Yes, I, think so, yeah. okay. I was like, hold on, let me oh, remember yeah, the storyline. Like, little girl, there were so many. Yes, that <laughs> there movie was so sucked. Much go- by the way, don't what do you say mean that. It oh, Are you kidding? Oh, me and that's Kenny. Like one oh, of my Kenny. Favorite. I was seeing eye to eye with you before. Oh, you are becoming Curtis Taylor in this room I can right leave now. Oh my God, you might have to turn his microphone off. I hope you meant the TV show. No, the show. The m- thank you, thank you, uh, Ronnie. I'm called you some, Ronnie. We have something to do tomorrow on Netflix. Crash, I, really? How do you hate Crash? Oh my God. How do you racism really? is bad? Racism is bad. But let it me, was let not. me say it again. Racism no. is so, bad. Racism. Then you missed the whole point of it. Yeah. Then you missed the whole point. You of missed it. the whole. Gosh, I thought you were smarter than that, Kenny G. You're gonna have to sit over there next week. Anyways, racism that is your. TV news and gossip for the Did game. Did I mention Season racism is five, bad? Episode fifteen. Kenny is no longer allowed to speak. Simple minds. Oh. Except for you, I like. It's I, I, so sad. I like Stanley. You have to refer to yourself like that. No, I just try. Really, it's crash? all good. Anyway, so we're into predictions right now. We're going to start across the table. Miss Stanley, what predictions would you have for next week on the game? Okay, well, I think this is a simple prediction. I think Tasha is going to start having second thoughts about being a surrogate. I mean, she was in her whole celibacy phase, and now (laughs) she's moving out of it, getting some love from Poop Pook. Mm -hmm. That I don't think she's going to want to give up her body for Mm -hmm. nine months. Mm -hmm. So... What you got, Isabel? I agree. Nine months is a long time. (laughs) (laughs) You're in it right now. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just say five months, because you don't really know until you're about five months pregnant, right? Um, Kenny, really? If you crazy, that's only if you're pretending like me. Yeah, (laughs) you know, or if you're just ignoring it. Like, yeah, Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Let me have my. That's your contribution to prediction. My prediction is that Brandy's going to be on a bus. Oh. 
my prediction is, is that Kenny is going to be as cruel as he is every week. And thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you are following us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. Follow me on Twitter at Stuart Starlet. Follow Kenny when you can find him. I don't know if these ladies have Twitters real quick. Yeah, what's my Twitter? My Twitter's at your girl Stanley. At your girl Stanley and Isabel don't know her Twitter. So Ronnie knows her. it. Whatever. It's, anyway, uh, <laughs> don't don't no, don't, don't, don't give it to Izzy, her. Ronnie. ISSY. She don't know. Six, Just three, tweet nine. one of us. Three sixty. Just go to my go to my page and find her somewhere. <laughs> yeah, or tweet after Buzz. Don't TV. forget, check us on iTunes. Make sure you're making your comments. Make sure you're tapping on that Amazon border on AfterBuzzTV.com and join us next week because we will be here in the same yeah. place giving you some game. Bye. Bye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Brown People Edition. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.